is not a joint. So where were we? Uh, we need to fix this by next time so that it doesn't happen. I'll send them a ticket that it doesn't happen. I'll send them a ticket and see why this is happening. So you're saying, so Brian, what I was so Brian, what I was saying was about uh, you got you got to take off your uh, other one. But, yeah. But, so yeah, what I was saying about real estate, right? You can do two things. One is basically use smart contracts as contracts, or we can still have physical contracts as digital assets and then make sure that everybody has the latest copy any changes everybody has it instead of using a software like doc uh docusign or other things right yeah no it's i mean it's it's the entire process you're taking out so many middlemen it makes the process so much faster so much efficient so more so so much more transparent um it prevents title fraud it prevents um, any deed fraud. It's, uh, I mean, you can make automated property deed fraud. It's, uh, I mean, you can make automated property buy and sell. I mean, there's so many things. Real estate just makes so much sense um, for mass adoption in blockchain. I mean, like you said, if, if you've ever bought a house or been involved in buying a house and you know all the nonsense that goes on, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, from an inspector to, I, it just is insane. It's just nuts. And there's people with their hands in the pot all along the way. And this, hey, I know a lot of people don't want that. And frankly, a lot of people are, you know, 50% of the people I think really want uh, change within an industry and really want, uh, you know, something like blockchain technology uh, for more transparency. But frankly, I think the other 50%, hey, I know a lot of people don't want that. And frankly, a lot of people are, you know, 50% of the people I think really want uh, change within an industry and really want, uh, you know, something like blockchain technology. Uh, for more transparency, but frankly, I think the other fifty percent wants to push back on it because they like all the uh, middlemen and the kickbacks, and the uh, wants to push back on it because they like all the uh, middlemen and the kickbacks and the uh, you know potential uh, potential dealings they can make. They don't want to move forward. Yep, you know, Anna, uh, that, that I think it's a great uh, use case, real estate, right? I, I I even saw somebody doing like. One of the most exciting things that you can do in blockchain that you can do in any other one is the fractional ownership. Oh, it's fantastic. I think that's, yeah. that's yeah. inclusive. You want to talk about inclusivity and having everybody involved, that could be anybody. And it's the same thing as the tokenization, right? So you take a token, which is like gold. You just, it's almost like gold and you invest it, it's, you invest in it like you do gold, right? And so it's tied to real estate. Not everybody can do it. Now it's, you can put 10 bucks in it if you want, right? So it's, yeah. it's a, uh, no, it's you can put ten bucks in it if you want, right? So it's yeah. it's uh, it includes every it includes everyone. Yep, and and, and that's a fractional. Uh, I've actually there's a company that I met. They're really big on that fractional investment. 
because I can buy a property with 10 people. Of course. And you can divide it up however you want. It doesn't have to be yeah. equal. However you want. Yeah. And then everything is transparent. Everything is kind of uh, trust. The trust that gets. Because if I have to buy, uh, let's say, outside of blockchain, right? You have to give me cash check. I have to. Uh, let's say, outside of blockchain, right? You have to give me cash check. I have to hold your money. and, and go the Right. It's impossible. It's frankly, it's about impossible to do. Yeah. Because, you know, who's going to give somebody, okay, hold my 10,000 until we buy a house, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, that's why REITs were created and, you know, you can buy and sell those on, on the stock market, but, uh, this is so much more efficient for everyone involved. Yeah. And it includes everyone. Anybody can do it. Oh, you froze up. You froze. Can't see you. You froze, Chuck. I, we can't see you at all. You're gone. Chuck is having a little problems today. That's all right. Yeah. You back on yet? I think he shows four people live, but maybe Chuck is... Uh... Status is not correct. Yeah, I don't know. It's something, something's obviously wrong with his, uh, with his computer or his process that goes on. It just keeps on kicking him off, or maybe it's an internal issue. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of. Uh, it's really, it's really interesting the different, uh, different areas. Yeah, especially I like the real estate where uh, it's uh, so much of moving parts, uh, buyers, seller, agents, brokers. Uh, this will uh, add escrow, title process. Yep. All this, uh, there's plenty of risk by uh, risk. So I think, uh, as you mentioned, uh, if you introduce a black time, <laughs> that will reduce so many all these things layers. So oh. they don't want to introduce that one. Exactly. I just think it makes so much Hey, there he is. Yeah, yeah I'm here now. Nice. Uh, we were just, Steve and I were just talking. He was talking about, uh, you know, hey, how it makes real estate just makes a lot of sense. Oh, there he goes again. I am there. Oh, no video, though. I am there. Okay. There he is. Man. Yeah, the heck so is I think we need two computers to log in and out. If this one stops, you join here. <laughs> there you go. I like it. You got it down now. Yeah. So what were you guys say, talking about while I was gone? No, especially real estate. Uh, I was mentioning like uh, there's uh, so many moving parts, right? like buyer, seller, agent, broker, escrow, and so many things. So, but all this all uh, helps all the different uh, layer of uh, middleman to generate the revenue. If you introduce a blockchain, so it eliminates all this process. It makes a faster way and more transparent. Yeah, it's hard to implement this kind of things in a real time. Blockchain, right? Yeah, yep. so a lot of blocking will be there for these things. It takes some time, but it will come eventually. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. It's a, it's just an area that just makes so much sense. I mean, for funding, for crying out loud, it takes. It, it, it could take two to 10 days for funding to happen. And, you know, they, yes. it's just, it's insane what happens. This can be funded 
no more than 24 hours, actually within hours, um, mm-hmm. as long as you have the smart contract in place and things of that sort, but no more than 24 hours, you're getting funded. Um, money's going to the right party. So it, it's just, a, it, it makes so much sense in real estate. And yeah. I think I think that's one area like, you know, hey, Chuck, you might be right. Within three years, we might see from finances taking the lead. I think we might see real estate taking the lead at that point. Yeah, I, I there are actually companies that have been there for the last few years and they're perfecting the processes, solutions, and they're actually implementing it. Like you said, in Coldwell Banker and these guys, mm-hmm. they're listing their properties on there. Right. And another area that I think will be huge, right? Because people have already done so much work on finance side of things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because the finance has been a biggest use case for blockchain for a long time. Sure. Uh, but then finance inside a company is also a lot more complex mm-hmm. because I, I have one. Uh, I, if I don't know if I told you ever, but I used to work for MIT in late 1990s. Oh, nice. Right? And I was working at the patent office. Mm-hmm. So what we did, uh, we wrote a program where we used to collect royalties from okay. for a lot of the patents. They have hundreds of patents for like years on end. And they had some kind of a distribution formula, right? An inventor gets some portion of it. Uh, the department gets some f- f- portion of it and the the investors on the research who gave grants to the professor they get some of it and then the mit itself gets some of it and there are each contract is written differently and this royalties needs to be distributed mm-hmm. right and every month we used to cut checks right like $1 check, $2 check, $15 check. And sometimes it's not even worth the amount of money, but we had to follow the process, right? Of course. Exactly. Some of them, they get so much a little royalty and some they get huge, right? Sure, but of course. the company, the royalty department at MIT was making $20 million a year back in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. So that 20 million has to be accounted and all of that. And similarly, a sales organization, right? A 50, if you have 100 salespeople, 200 salespeople, then different areas and different products and different bonus structures, all that is managed internally. Right, correct. Right? Uh, and then entertain companies, we talked, we already talked about royalty distribution. So mm-hmm. all of these guys have like so many different incomes coming in at different times and different algorithms. It's always people never happy with it, right? I've seen salespeople complaining that they didn't get their this or they was like ripped off uh, their bonus. All of that in a blockchain today can solve a lot of those problems. For sure, it's very transparent and you know exactly where you're at at, in real time. Particularly revenue recognition and reporting, that just that aspect, right? Right now it is not really there. It's everything is in an ERP, and somebody does a report and then yep. somebody takes it in Excel, somebody checks it all, <laughs> making sure everything there and then goes into finance and then the checks get cut. Correct. Right. And all of that is, you can put it in a blockchain. Yes. And one of this is very, very easy to do. And these yeah. things can be done. I mean, if, if you build a product, you have to sell it. But if a company wants to write it for themselves, it's a lot cheaper, right? Right, for sure. 
uh, and it will save them so much headache because and then people start playing with these numbers too because it affects their bonuses and right <laughs> oh yeah uh, budgets and all of that right exactly uh, and there's always like so many people have to check that uh, all that blockchain can help automate that revenue recognition and reporting so fast and it can lead to improved accuracy it will reduce manual effort and it has better compliance and accounting standards right yep and, for sure I, and a lot of people don't even know the remember the rules right they have to check again if they're not sure of the rule i've right. seen so many companies waste time uh revenue recognition and reporting that's a whole two month process for 30 40 people in a company right right which are like the sales managers and the, you know oh yeah on the oh, yeah. finance what was agreed what was not agreed everything is like that whole process can benefit from blockchain i completely agree Right. Yep. You want to pick another one before I pick another one? Anything? Go ahead. The other, the other immediate benefit that I saw was accounts payable and receivable, right? Mm -hmm. This is, you know, we know cash is king, right? And most of the money is stuck in like, how do you best improve cash flows? Right. Better than fast payments, right? You reduce manual intuition, you reduce errors, right? You reduce, de decrease your payment times, you manage supply relationships. If you do all of that, I mean, you will be sitting on a lot of cash. Right. Quickly. Right. I mean, that itself will give you a lot of advantage. Right now, how is that managed? Right. It's managed in a separately a finance based system like an ERP or like SAP or Oracle financials, right. right? Which is how well it is integrated. Only a few people have access to it, right? Yeah, it's it's so cumbersome. And a blockchain can really improve efficiencies in that space, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, uh, you know, from something as simple as the float, right? So if you're floating money out, and it has to be right it's borrowed and so even a, a day saved of interest because of blockchain getting things settled a day earlier is a lot of savings yeah and it's it's streamlined it's it's tested and it's yep. it's not a complex business process it's just payable and receivable right and exactly. you only have what to pay what to receive in some system somewhere and you have track it and well, it can be automated especially in uh you know that process is pretty complex within a hospital, right? So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the, within healthcare industry, that's, you know, that's oh, it's even several times before, but, you know, there's there's a lot of competitive advantages a, a healthcare organization or a healthcare conglomerate could really gain by implementing, you know, a, a blockchain technology. And, and, and for a finance department, I have seen uh, one company that I was with, their month-end closing, it starts three days before. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? right. Uh, and they have uh, 30 uh, items on their checklist. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, this book's closed. This this recognized. This thing right. got done. This got approved. Is this finalized? Did every salesperson put their stuff in? Right. Right? How much is coming in? So exactly. this whole process 
the reconciliation, all of that spent time that they spend, and only one person knows about it. And the finance team is always short on people. They only have six people. And one person is doing three days right. every month on this. Right? So yes. a blockchain solution can give them a huge advantage. Yeah, I think that's where, you know, hey, competitive advantages come in. A lot of times you don't know what you don't even know, right? So that's just the way it's a companies typically operate like, hey, whatever's always been, if it's working, don't, you know, hey, don't change it. Whatever's it's fine. Hey, it takes us three or four days. Ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not, it just works. Um, I think it takes, you know, conversations and I think it takes, uh, hey, a lot of, uh, a lot of input and data to be like, hey, this is what you can do. This is what it is for your business, right? This is, this is how you can be more efficient with your business. This is how you can overtake your competition or, hey, move three or four rungs up the chain that you want to do. Um, and some companies just flat out may not want to do it and that's fine. But I think, uh, you know, hey, it's, it's a lot of going out and having conversations around, around the space as well, right? Yeah. And, and those who do, do it, like you just said, that is what competitive advantage is, right? Doing right. something better than your competition. Exactly. Exactly. Right? And saving money, putting yourself ahead of the customer so that you don't have to deal with all of this, reduce your, improve your profitability, you know? Because I think... your costs. Yep. I think this is one area this such a new idea such a new mindset um that again over the course of the next three to five years the companies that get in are going to have such a big competitive advantage and people that lag that are the laggards are going to always be trying to catch up it's not yeah. something that you could jump in and overtake people like you have in the past like it's just yeah. hey i'm gonna wait i'm gonna let everybody else do it and then i'm gonna jump in i'm just gonna overtake my competition because we're just better flat out better that's you i think what? that's not gonna take that's not gonna happen you are so right. And we have seen this in industries, right? Yep. Even search a company like Amazon, uh, who comes in second, can't even beat Google. I mean, Amazon is like Microsoft is so big, right? They want to they came in second, but they still can't beat the first guy. Right. Right. And it so happens open API. We see that open AI, right? Google is not trying to catch up. I mean, Google is not a small joke, right? They're so big. Yeah, no, they, you see, they they came out with uh, well, it's coming out a uh, Bard. Yeah, their AI. Yeah, yeah. It's coming, but they'll still be not able to catch up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's a uh, you, you you may not want to be first, but you certainly, like I said at the beginning, you certainly cannot be last, and you you have to you have to explore explore these competitive advantages to how best to boost your business and hey, what is our uh, what is our mindset moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another interesting thing is another specific area that blockchain can help companies today is, uh, you know, when I was working at Ingram Micro, mm -hmm. uh, which was a global company, right? We, they were implementing an audit and compliance system for their financial accounting. Right. It took them two years. Yeah. It would be, it, it, if you use blockchain, it'd be done instantly. Because it's all it's on, probably, it's all on the it's chain. Much faster. <laughs> it's yeah. all on the chain. Yes, because the the problem was they had to go and collect requirements and build the system, configure, and these are all like pre-built systems like Oracle, right? You know, oh yeah, uh, systems, and they they are so complex to configure. Yep, and train users. 
right? And make sure that they're using. Right. Make sure that's and, the, right. That's and then an IT team to make it secure, give right. access. Yep. All of that can is built into blockchain. Right. Auditing and compliance is such a beautiful thing with blockchain because of its immutability, its non-transparency, right. accurate. Who has a, every history is there. Right. So people exactly. can make a change and people can figure out what is right and wrong. Right. Easily. Right. It's right there. Uh, and then anybody can go and audit it. Right. right. And all the documents that they produce, like quarterly reports or, you know, anybody changing, not changing. Right. Because they not, not only they have to create a quarterly report, but they also want to make sure it wasn't altered. It wasn't changed. Of course. And right. it is kept audited three times, right? Uh, yep. All of that is not necessary. Right. It's all built in like a ledger for all audited related documents, trackable yep. history of changes, ease of access for anyone who needs them, right? Yep. And it reduces the time people spend in audits. Right. Forget the, and then it can easily integrate with existing finance system to, you know, right. at a given time on, if my October ends, if you're, you know, my uh, quarter ends on uh, March 30th, the data for the March 30th all gets in, in done. Right, done. Right, exactly. Right. Somebody doesn't have to create a report. Somebody have to write and authorize it. Right. It's done. In yeah, two exactly. Seconds. exactly. Right? Yep. Uh, uh, and then it, it's so easy. And even the auditors won't take too much time, right? They just go to the blockchain. Okay, these are your documents. Nobody has touched it. This right, is not so the data came. So it's it's going to change multiple industries. Not only changes that person. So Ingram Micro, if they go to you know blockchain and it's easier to audit and all their stuff is right there, it's going to change the audit company's mindset or the company that's behind doing it because they yeah. have to change the way they do business because now their services aren't for one or two years, right? Yeah. Now it's it's a so you have to change your mindset. So that's why there's so many different things that will come out of this. And you bring up a very good point. They can now don't have to pay them that much. Right. So it cuts your cost, but it also the other co the company that's doing it is going to spin out some other business, some other idea, right? Some Something else. And so it's going to create new opportunities. Yeah, that's because the, the auditors, they usually there is a team of auditors, so four or five auditors come. Right. Right, exactly. they're asking for emails. They're asking for this. Oh, asking right, for exactly. And then they, and then they they go through that whole week, and then produce a report. Now, if right. I if I have five guys coming charging me two thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars for that, right. right? One guy can come and do it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He doesn't have to go sit next to your emails. Right. See it. Why? Right. Exactly. No, oh, it's man. it's. A It'll spin up new industries and new ideas and new things. So, um, you know, it's just like anything, right? Technology, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to put a cramp in, in some people's stuff, but it always comes out for the better because there's so many smart people out there and so many new ideas that they spin up new businesses and new, and new things. And that's why this is not going to be an option in the future. I don't know when that is, but blockchain is not going to be an option. Like you're not going to have an option. It's going to be the standard. And uh, and I think when I say three years, somebody's going to build this and start selling it. 
Right. Yeah. Certainly. But people can build it themselves. Yeah. Right. For sure. It can be on a public chain. Right. Or it can be on a private chain. Right. Yep. Uh, it's very easy to build it on a public chain. Yep. Now, oh, this other one, uh, I was thinking, this was really fascinating for me, Brian, digital asset management, mm -hmm. right? I really did not pay much attention to this uh, until we started doing this podcast. Right. Because for a long time, I thought digital assets means cryptos, NFTs. Oh, sure, sure. Different tokens that you can change, exchange, and keep it on the blockchain, right? Now, uh, an immediate benefit, okay? Because I remember I this came to my mind because the other day, the company that I'm working for, every year, they send a, a new revision of the employee handbook. Oh, sure. Right? And then you're supposed to sign it. Right. That you got it. <laughs> right? And we usually get it on a DocuSign. Right, right. Uh, I read the document. I acknowledged it, you know. And I don't know what even changed in it. And somebody said, oh, we just added some work from home verbiage. And I had to go through, look for that verbiage. Okay, makes sense. You know, right. but there were five emails asking people, hey, did you respond to that email? <laughs> <laughs> Right? And, and and we were only like a small company with 15 people. Imagine that with 1,000 employees. Oh, exactly. Right? Now, that digital asset can be on a blockchain. The employee handbook can be on a blockchain. Right. Right? And a smart contract can enforce compliance. Right? If somebody joins... Immediately, and not only that, there's so much other stuff uh, that company has uh, that are kind of, uh, you know, you can consider them assets. Right. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, employee address book. Right? All their places people need it. Yeah. Like, Any uh, internal info is all their digital assets. Anything, yeah. Absolutely. And then some companies, like, if you have, a thousand people, you definitely need some kind of org chart that is published. Mm -hmm. And you don't know where, who is where, you know, if you want to talk who's some, who's, who's boss, all of that. And the marketing collateral, right? Last time I was at a company on December 28th and I did uh, January first comes, I had a steering committee meeting. I didn't know I had to use a new PowerPoint design for 2020. <laughs> that the new year, right? I right. got for it. I mean, this marketing collateral, the things, all of those can be on a blockchain. Right. No, exactly. I completely agree. There's so much assets, the digital assets the company has that are version, then otherwise they're in some file system somewhere. Right? We don't know who has access to it. Right. Exactly. And security is also a concern. Right, you can see who is taking it, what we viewing it, who has signed it, who has edited it. And for sure, you, you can prevent a lot of cybersecurity. Yeah, you can even allow access. I mean, just even internal, 
you know, right? So it's who can download what and of, of what, right? And who can take what where. Yeah. So I, I know you can do that. Yeah, you, know, you you can kind of do that now, but it's very, it, it's so much easier on a blockchain, right? So blockchain solution. Not only that, if uh, my employee handbook, right? If it is encrypted with a particular cryptographic key, only current employees can see it. Right. And I can only see it in their app, maybe. You know what I mean? Yep. So if it's a sensitive document, you can protect it on who can see it. Right. I agree. So you want to talk about budgeting and forecasting? That's another interesting area. Yeah, that's one I, you know, never even really honestly didn't even think about until uh, until looking at this. Right. So it's a. Uh, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, things are in so many different places and all your information is usually sitting, unless you're a very small company, um, it, it's, it's sitting in so many different silos. Uh, it's, it takes days and oftentimes it takes weeks and months. Um, you know, half a year, you're already working on your budget now for next year, right? Exactly. Go on and, and yeah, those conversations need to take place, but what happens if you can have all the data immutable data, it's there. You don't have to search for anything. It's in your data silo um, for your company. And you have all that information right in the tip of your hands and, and everybody can collaborate, uh, could collaborate on all this information that you have. It would streamline the process. I have so many horrible stories on budgeting because I've sat in so many budget meetings, right? And somebody says, well, that's not what was budgeted in a meeting. <laughs> and then somebody, the whole team is waiting. Somebody's opening up a document. Right. What was the version? Oh, yeah, here, let me send it to you. I have the latest version. And right. they're sending yes. emails in the meeting to each other. Right. Yes. Right? And then, yep. oh, yeah, yeah, let, oh, somebody is projecting that on a screen. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Hey, I thought we made a change to that. Last week. Oh, that's not the right version. And this is normal, by the way. This is yeah, normal. This You're is seeing what happens in every single company. Yes. yes. <laughs> right? I mean, it, this is so insane. I mean, I can tell that story and sell a solution. Yes. That's, I mean, how can you make their life really, right? So it, it, how do you make your life easier that makes your, that, that, <laughs> that uh, makes money? There you go. And have more, and frankly, this is more accurate. It's be, all your information, all your uh, all your latest version, everything is right there, and you yeah. can actually have an accurate budget. Because, not just a, frankly, most company. I'm frankly, most places just make up a budget. They just make it up, and yeah. it's based off of some historical data. And mostly, it's on okay. Well, what do we think we can do, and what are we going to do, or how conservative we want to be? It's a lot of thought. Right. It's a lot of, hey, I think this is a lot of data that you can have that, hey, I know I have great data. Because, you know, I have seen so many times where we usually have like maybe once every two weeks starting September, right? Until December, it is finalized, right? <laughs> right. These budget meetings. Right. Uh, first it's thing is uh, September. Everybody give us your budget right. for your department. Right. Everybody is giving their line items to somebody. Right. And then they put everything together. Then there is a big budget meeting. 
yep. right? with everybody. And you don't know what other people are coding until you go to that meeting right? next week, right? And then somebody says, oh, well, we can't do this. Maybe that won't fly, change it. This iteration that happens. Right. Even if I am as a manager, if my budget got cut or increased or I get more money, I can just say, okay, I still have to go back to my team and say, hey, how are we dealing with this? Right. So even though as a C-suite, you are sitting there with five other people trying to do a budget, you can't just make stuff up. You have to go back down and spend a week, right? Have another meeting with the team. Yeah. Right? Jeez. They have to go get estimates. They right. have to justify it. Right. Right? All of that, then you have to go. If nobody questions it, it's okay. But some of those things, they're just verbal. But think of all, all the productivity that's lost because of quote, meetings for this and all this yeah. nonsense that goes on, right? Right. And and then the funny thing is, vendors are starting talking to you for next year's budget to sell something to you. Right. Yes. No, I, I hey, I, right, I do this and I'm sales, right? So you yeah. want to talk about, hey, what's coming up? And I do projections. But yeah. frankly, I'm going to, just between me and you, Chuck, a lot of these, these are just made up. It's just like, well, yeah. They're not clear. And then I, you, yes. you have relationships that get messed up because you don't know correctly. No, right? exactly. And they make it up, right? And it's like, yeah. hey, you know, company yeah. ABC, what are you going to do this next year? What does it look like? Oh, well, we think it's going to do this and we might do this. And we're, it's a lot of, that. it's not like, hey, this last year we did this exact, here's what we did. Here's what we expect to do this year. This is exactly what our process is. Boom. You, I rarely, if ever, hear that. Yeah. You see, most of the time, operational budgets don't change much. Right? But then there is always a project budget. Exactly. Right? That yep. is all over the place. Yep. Right? CapEx, you never show. Right. OpEx is kind of maybe a little bit increment. Maybe they want you to reduce. You of know? course. Uh, that's easy. Yep. But uh, a lot of the CapEx, uh, it's very, very odd. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Another, yeah. another area. Again, I don't think it's, it's education. A lot of this is, you know, a lot of, you know, we've talked for 18 weeks. This is 18. Yeah. 18. We've talked for 18 weeks about, you know, blockchain and, you know, a advantages, disadvantages, competitive advantages, um, but I think education is the, you know, the, one of the biggest keys. I, I think if you ask most people blockchain, right? We've talked about that before. Blockchain. Oh, yeah. Crypto. Cool. You know, what's that? How can I invest? Or, oh, that. Well, no, this can be for your business, right? This is for your business. That's how you can invest. It's for your business. And here's yeah. how, you know, hey, tell me about your processes now. And, hey, what's going on? What, what, you know, in an ideal situation, tell me what your process would be like. Great. That's blockchain. Here you go. This is why this would be a great solution. I think a lot of it's education. Yeah. And, and then we talked a lot of the other ones like, you know, uh, sales incentive. We talked about it. We talked about another people people are doing is customer loyalty programs, right? They have a loyalty program. There's actually off the shelf solutions you could get for blockchain mm -hmm. programs. Right. Right. You don't even have to build any. If you want to get yourself an advantage, use blockchain royalty level programs. Mm -hmm. You know, 
they could do that. Great. I think yeah. we had uh, that, that's really great. Long, really long today. That's, that's, that's great, though. I mean, ah, we had a few minutes error there, but yeah, no, it was, you know, uh, I think it's an area, again, it's about education. It's about, uh, you know, hey, really walking somebody through of what their business need is and how this can, you know, hey, this could really help it. And this could help them beat their competition. That's really what it's all about and making your customers happy. Yeah. And then this episode, Brian, was very good for me because I, all these episodes, I was researching more about blockchain. And this one, I was mostly focused on how it can help others today. I like it. Me too. Yeah. So, which is now I can actually persuade a lot of people to use it. No, not that it is great, but hey, yeah, this no, will actually. You know, it goes back to education, right? So it's uh, is understanding. It's just right. It's asking a lot of questions. It's being curious. That's the whole thing. Is be curious and and how can you, you know your business moving forward. And a lot of people just don't know. They don't know what they don't know. And that's, you know, yeah. hey, our job is being blockchain lovers to spread that word. And then another th reason I like this because a lot of the situations I was in myself, mm -hmm. like sitting in budget meetings, writing, right. Right. Reports, writing royalty, you know, exactly uh, programs, distribution programs. Then I kept seeing, oh man, I blockchain can, do this so much better. Right. Agreed. That was very exciting. Shiva, any thoughts? Yeah, this is an interesting topic. Like, uh, So I like this, especially real estate, banking, and healthcare. Those three are the major where uh, government need to support so that a lot of things, changes will happen. Yeah, I mean, I think we could spend an hour on healthcare. I mean, healthcare yeah. is, I think there's so many different areas of that space. It just makes sense. Yeah. So we need to, so next, our next week's topic is, we already figured that out. If somebody likes this and wants to get started, what do they need to do? You know, and that's what we're going to talk about. I like How it. How do I go, let's say I want to do, uh, uh, let's say, I, I don't know, I want to manage my employee handbook. Should we pick a particular topic and start talking about it, or do we talk about generic brand? Uh, we can figure it out. How about that? Okay. Awesome. With, uh, with that, it was a great episode, guys. Thank you so much. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Um, thanks, Chuck, for hosting. Another another great uh, number 18. 20 is right around the corner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Have a great day. Cool. Hey, thanks. Take care. Bye.